Hi, I'm Nicholas Gonzalez, and I'm sitting here with Elias from the Man Cave Chronicles, and I want to talk about Borrego coming out January 14th on all digital platforms and select theaters. Go out and see it. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. Yo, Adrian. I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Nicholas, welcome to the cave. Thanks for having me. Exciting time, you know, listeners and viewers are going to see you in the new film, Borrego, you know, uh, starring Lucy Hale, Olivia, as I mentioned, uh, I had her on the show a few minutes ago. Uh, exciting time for you. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's really exciting time. I mean, this is a film that came came about that, you know, we were supposed to go shoot it right before the pandemic and Q2 pandemic hit and suddenly we're not shooting in the ends of Borrego desert outside of San Diego. We're shooting in Spain. Spain. Yeah. In Almeria, which is exactly where the, um, on the exact same sets as the spaghetti Westerns that Sergio Leone had done, you know, and that influenced a lot of like the look of the film too, which I think is really incredible. There's a certain like soul to this film and you see it in the shots. And I think I heard Jesse Harris put it uh, best. He's the writer director is that it's it's like um, the the desert is always is always in the shot. It's another character, and no matter what you know, if we're in close or whatever, that you're always getting a sense of of this wide open, you know, yeah. gorgeous location. It's it's but, funny you say that because like a lot of those spaghetti westerns, like you mentioned, that's what they always say. They always said the desert for some reason is another actor in the films. Yeah, definitely, and it definitely ratchets up the stakes. Of course, you know, for not only the you know, Lucy Hale and, and, and her being hunted down by Jorge, who's like one of my favorite actors and another San Anto boy from San Antonio, Texas. And, um, it just, uh, it just really starts to ramp up, you know, from there. So before we dive more into the movie, you know, I, one of the questions I like I always ask my uh, guests is like, I want to know, like, what made you fall in love with acting? What made you get into this? You know, I was actually thinking, <laughs> I was thinking myself, that same question recently, because I was like, how did I, how did everything just happen so beautifully that brought me to something that I love so much and that I get, that I'm so grateful to be able to do. Um, but it was something that came about when I was in college. It was, it was um, watching performers like, you know, Sterling Kelby Brown, who was, we were in the same class at Stanford, um, watching him perform. Um, I think I just always had a, a, a longing to do it but i never i never did it uh, any younger i never was in drama i was an athlete and and uh, for me it was um it was amazing and i didn't think people could really do that for a living and somehow i found myself doing theater and then i just got the bug and moved to la and wow. rest is history so, so you mentioned college what were you originally going to college for uh good question um, I was I was looking at uh, becoming an econ major, and I was looking at investment banking, management consulting, a lot of English majors, which I ended up becoming. Do a lot of that, you know, and and are recruited for that yeah. from Stanford. But at the same time, I didn't even know what that meant. And you know, <laughs> acting came along at the perfect time because it was something mm. that um, I had longed for, and then it was also just uh, I had I had more than enough time to focus on it too. That's awesome. So yeah, let's jump right into the film Borrego. You know, it's coming out in a few days. Uh, it was mentioned, I heard it 
from what I from what Olivia was telling me in the interview, you know, you guys filmed it in a pretty much in a bubble in a whole month. You know, like tell us a little. First of all, like how did you even get approached for this film? Did you know Jesse before this, or um, with him before? I've worked with some of the producers, um, okay. and they had introduced me to Jesse, and they said, "Look, look at this is a short film that he did, and we want to do long form. This is the script. Um, I think you'd be awesome as a sheriff." And I just looked at it and um, really just moved by the, by the script. I felt like it had a lot of beautiful moments. I really felt like as a, as a recent father myself, I have a four and a half year old. And then just recently on December, my, my son was born. Congrats. So thank you so much. Um, so to be a father, you know, I really wanted to investigate what's that like? What's that like if, you know, when your daughter's 14, you know, mm. going on 16 that, that, you know, and you're keeping her in this, in this tiny desert town. You know, what is this relationship like and how fraught and, and that longing we all have as as a child to have a good relationship with your with your parent, but that as a parent to have a good relationship with your child. And we both want the same thing and yet how we miss it, you know, and I think that's imbued in a lot of the scenes and the lovely work that Olivia gives. You mentioned now you played the you play the the chief. Like how would you describe his character and like how do you prepare to play such a a role pretty much the, the sheriff um yeah a sheriff sorry yeah he's a yeah, chief <laughs> that's all other thing um no he's a he's a deputy sheriff and um i've played a lot of law enforcement and to me it's one of my favorite and i have mm. a lot of respect for um all law enforcement my i have a lot of family that um are either cops or or yeah. uh you know fire department and and i always and military is something i grew up on you know my father's right. of that and we you know, he was a 20 year veteran of the military and, and it was just a life we kind of grew up in. So any of any chance to get back to that for me is interesting, but that was kind of immaterial with this character. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was, I, I really liked this, this dad in this facet of investigating this relationship. Um, but then also um, what is it about this man? Like all the other characters that are hiding out in this town, why, what moves someone that that's where they want to stay? Um, mm -hmm. That was an interesting question for me. Now, uh, you mentioned, you know, uh, Alex, your daughter on, on the movie, like you guys butt heads from what I was watching the other night. It's like, how would just, how would you describe that chemistry? And she also told me that was like, was that one of the first times you've actually worked with a young person too? <laughs> the first time I have, is that what she said? Yeah. No. Now she was joking around, wasn't she? Tell her I've had so many daughters. Oh, please, <laughs> come on, please. Um, no, but uh, I don't know. Maybe a teen. Maybe a teen. Maybe she's right as a you know teen daughter. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but I maybe she's right. She's probably right. Yeah. But um, she's really fun, and I, I think it was the relationship um that I I really got to not not I wouldn't even say work on, but just get to know her. You know, get to mm. know her um her mother who was there as well, and um it was just from the beginning I was like, oh, this is great. I know this is our relationship and it was an antagonistic one, but it was really fun for both of us. Um, and uh, I think a, a natural intimacy grew out of that. That's great. So like, you know, I don't want to like spoil the movie for the viewers and the listeners, but you know, like a part of the movie, you know, Ellie goes missing and you have to work with Alex to find her because you don't even have backup to help you find the missing person. Right. He's, he's understaffed. He's, he's the only guy out here for, you know, hundreds of miles and um, it kind of, relies on on him and what he doesn't know is his daughter um you know the women are definitely heroes in this film um and uh yeah i don't want to give away i don't want to give away to either but 
Tell us about the filming. Are you guys, you guys uh, month in Spain, hot in October, but freezing at night. Yeah, I took my golf clubs um, and I was I was bound and determined, even if I was so tired from all the shooting we were doing um, in long days out in the desert, cold nights, mm. um, you know, and running and gunning. There's not trailers. There's not really anywhere to go back to. Um, although every once in a while there's trailers. Yeah, I'm not going to say we weren't. You know, I didn't treat us horribly or anything like that. It was just, it was the conditions, you know, we were getting what we could and we were happy to, you know, you, you were like running around with the cameraman. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a really awesome experience, you know, but around there, Almeria is gorgeous. You know, there's so mm-hmm. many things going on and some of them were golf courses and I may have seen awesome. a few. <laughs> so uh, would you, uh, would you book this role? Also, did you go back to watch the short just to see how you wanted to play this character? Because I, uh, and uh, also, like, the only person that from the short was Olivia that came on to the film. Right. Everybody else was all new. Right. And my character um, was new as well. So for me, it wasn't about looking back to it, but it was just to kind of see, get the yeah. idea of um, Jesse's eye, you know, right. him as the writer-director. What's How does he see this story? And then knowing, okay, that's what he's done with a short budget. What is he going to do, you know, when we give him money and everything yeah. else? How was it working under him for a month and, like, the, the way he visioned the film? Did, what did Jesse tell you? I worked under him. Is that what he said? Were those his words under him? No, no, I haven't had him. I don't see like, what was working with. Is that what he said? <laughs> That's what it was like. I mean, he's he's totally fun. We um, he's got so much energy when you're when you're just you know fifteenth take and he hasn't gotten exactly what he wants and that's happened before, <laughs> but. Um, he's just over there still hopping and skipping around. He's so happy when he's in his element that way. And it, you can't help but uh, that's infectious. It's not annoying. Trust me. It's mm. not, it's, it's infectious. Did you, uh, did you get a chance to watch the finished product and what did you think of it after everything was put together? I did. I did. I thought it was lovely. And, and once you see the music, I mean, I didn't want to see anything along the way. I didn't want to see any earlier cuts. Um, I really wanted to watch it after the full effect, you know, Newton, yeah. all of it. I mean, come on. Did you get a chance to watch it with your wife? Did your wife watch it? Yeah, she loved it. Yeah, she, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So now, now the next thing is like you can't wait for your family and friends to watch it. Right. That's what's that's what's really exciting. Um, and everybody's been really supportive. You know? That's awesome. So it comes out in a few days. It's available. It's going to be limited theater, from what I've read, right? And then it'll be at Amazon, right. Apple TV, and stuff. Uh, Little platforms, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, how can the listeners and the viewers, is there any other places that they can go and watch this or is that pretty much? Jeez, I don't know what else you guys need. Um, really just right. go to your digital platforms on January 14th and watch Borrego. That's okay. awesome. Or go to a theater. Uh, You're crazy. But that's in all reality, we have to see things at theaters. Some movies are yeah. just meant for theaters. And it has meant to. Yeah. Uh, lastly, how can the listeners and the viewers find you on social media? Um, you can find me at, uh, LTexMex and Instagram. And, um, uh, that's really it. I am Nick Gonzalez on Twitter. Anybody does that? Nicholas, this is great. Uh, thanks for coming on and, uh, good luck with the film. Thank you so much. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.